When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune back for another Friday morning live stream. First of all, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in uh, at a time which I, you know, I, when I originally started these morning live streams, I was I was honestly surprised to see the amount of people that uh, ended up showing up uh, because, uh, you know, this is what, 9 a.m. Central time, but some of these I'll do at like 7 or 6 o'clock Central time. Uh, you know, that's even earlier on, on the, uh, on the West coast. So thank you guys for showing up. I know some of you guys are at work or, or otherwise engaged, but I, but I do appreciate, um, interaction, the chat and, and all of that. So, uh, anyways, I have a ton of great topics to get to today, including the, the question, um, in this, uh, uh, the title of this this live stream is to crash upon us. By the way, I also want to thank my podcast listeners. Uh, you know, most of my most of my work is similar to podcast format. Sure, sometimes I use things like uh, screen share and whatnot. But um, you know, I am on most podcast platforms, and I appreciate those of you that already listen there. And you know, if you want to switch over, you know, my feelings aren't going to be hurt because you know I, I appreciate. Uh, I'd like to grow my presence in the podcast world as well. So you know, iTunes, Android, etc. I'm I'm likely on uh, just about every one that you might want to, um, you know, go to. Anyways, uh, so a lot of great things to talk about, interesting things to talk about. Um, but what I do want to start off is the crash upon us. You know, the the markets today. Now we shouldn't base our decisions or, or our predictions based off in a single day, but but you know, the markets today are once again showing themselves or showing us that that they're really having a trouble trouble uh, kind of recovering. Uh, really having trouble maintaining any sort of, of rally. You know, each time a rally is is sparked, uh, it ends up being sold off. And and certainly the stock market is just one data point of uh, the the dozens of of major data points that we should be looking at when we have to ask ourselves, you know, is the crash upon us? But you know, in many ways, it is a I think a reflection, an accurate reflection right now of kind of the state of the world economy. You know, there's there's rumors of, of uh, you know, early predictions of, of many EU countries uh, nearing a recession, uh, Germany, France, et cetera. There is worries of, of a major downturn in the housing markets of both Australia and Canada, uh, which, which we're finally seeing, you know, as rates go up. Uh, and, and that could be potentially devastating to their economies and, and certainly China and, and, and their uh, slowdown that we've witnessed thus far in 2018. All those things, uh, they, they tend to point in that direction. Like, yeah, the, the crash certainly would appear to be nearby. I, you know, I've, I've said this for a while that, that the really thing that we have to really continue to look at is will something come in to save the day? Because right now, um, the, the global economy is kind of uh, running out of, of reasons to, to continue to, to grow. What I mean by that is that for a long time, you know, dating back to the financial crisis, we always had some form of stimulus around, whether that be uh, central banking. I'm, I'm talking uh, 
QE, uh, 0% interest rates, uh, you know, just very loose policy, which is still in place to some extent, okay? But then you also had fiscal stimulus, which means um, lower taxes uh, or um, the uh, uh, large amount of spending that, that occurred during and, and following the crisis. Um, and, and we kind of said, you know, since then, I mean, it's always been something. It's been the Fed and their QE123, low interest rates and whatnot. It's been the uh, European Central Bank, Bank of Japan, Bank of England, People's Bank of China, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the major uh, uh, central banks around the world. And then you had governments, you know, spend a ton of money or, or in the case of, you know, 2018, cut uh, taxes uh, here in the United States, the Trump tax cuts. You know, those are all stimuli, stimulus to the economy. They're, they're, they're short acting. They're not sustainable. And yet that was the case for a long time. And so whenever we have to, you know, ask ourselves, is this kind of the crash? Is this the end? Well, we have to ask ourselves, could something like that come in to save the day? Because right now, you know, the Trump tax cuts, you know, they're still in place. But as far as like the the uh, benefit to corporations, they're not going to be as pronounced, you know, going forward after, you know, pre- repatriation of, of dollars and stock buybacks and whatnot. Um, although, you know, the other tax cuts, the corporate tax cut, the uh, you know, consumer tax cuts, whatnot, those are still going to be in place. But otherwise, you know, we have a Fed that is raising rates, doing quantitative tightening. The European Central Bank is finally uh, ending their QE program. So, so they're not as far as the Fed, but that's still tightening. The Bank of Japan is, you know, slowly moving in that direction. I don't know if they'll ever stop, uh, uh, um, ever stop uh, QE, but, you know, they're maybe moving in that direction. Um, and then we have China, which was a major piece of, of economic growth around the world over the last 10 years. Their economy is kind of sputtering right now. You know, it's not in a recession as far as we know. And, and we don't know a ton about the actual true data in, in China. But that's the truth of the matter. You know, Ace One points out, and by the way, thanks for tuning in, all of you. Uh, gun fan, Italian G, Matteo Di Fiore, uh, Ace One, Time to Dream. How's it going, Sam? Uh, I think we have another... Maybe gun finality, uh, easy peasy fakey all the way at the top. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Yeah, Ace One points out uh, the crash has been happening for a while. Stock market stability covering up much. I agree. And then he goes on to say $204 billion deficit in November one month. That's huge. Did, did you guys see that yesterday? It's like the largest um, deficit in uh, history, I think, for a single month for the U.S. government. $204 billion. Now that... You know, we can't average that out over a year and say like, well, that's a, it's going to be a $2.4 trillion deficit because, you know, there's, it fluctuates, but um, good morning to uh, Kay and, and you know, I don't know, I'm not going to say a username that doesn't have any vowels in it, but good morning to uh, Jay Nuts and, and Phil Un, Unbecant and, and AMC Power, good morning to you guys all. So, so it's a crash upon us. You know, it, I, it, I think we're moving in that direction. It's just a question of how much longer is it going to take before, um, you know, something steps in. And and if, if it's the Fed, Bank of Japan, European Central Bank, China, U.S. government, et cetera, you know, once they do step in, is it going to be proactive or is it going to be reactive? And, and I tend to think that if we keep moving in this direction for a little while longer, it's, it's going to have to be reactive. I'm talking, uh, you know, I heard Peter Schiff say this yesterday and it's like, well, I never thought about that way. But yeah, absolutely. You know, he's saying, you know, when the Fed cuts interest rates next, it's not going to be by 25 basis points, 25 bips, but it's going to be all the way to zero you know, or below that negative. Um, and I agree. I, I think that if we keep moving this direction, the, 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 uh, it's going to continue to put a pressure on our system on, on debt, uh, and, and credit markets. And of course, stock markets and, and, and real estate markets. And eventually I think it's going to drop rapidly. Um, and, and that's actually, you know, my video yet tomorrow, uh, I'd encourage you guys to tune in 
three things that you should not underestimate in 2019. Don't talk a lot about precious metals, but I talk a lot about the economy and, and markets and whatnot. Uh, because I think too too often the mainstream media can can kind of assume everything will always be fine or or if there's a, a decline, it's it's gonna be gradual. But but uh well, I won't spoil any more for you guys. Uh check that out tomorrow. Uh anyways. Other than that, let's see, uh, precious metals uh, are also down this morning um, on the back of, I, I think from Kitgo, I saw something to do with uh, a strong retail data or something like that. But but silver's down uh, about 20 cents, uh, you, know, it's, it's, you know, down, you know, for most of its gains that it's seen, you know, over the last couple of days. That's kind of unfortunate. Uh, gold um, also down as well. Uh, let's see here. Um, what else do I have on my list today? Uh, oh, the other thing is, you know, talking about markets and stuff, uh, don't be faked out by a recovery heading into the holiday season. Not to say that it will happen, but, you know, I guess we're in the holiday season. But as you get closer and closer to actual Christmas, we see stocks kind of mellow out and, and move up or, or or just overall sentiment kind of move up. Don't get too faked out by that. Not to say it will happen. Maybe 2018 will be different, but you know, it tends to be the case. You know, same thing goes for this government shutdown business. Maybe we'll have a shutdown over Christmas, but um I wouldn't be surprised if, if things mellow out a bit until the beginning of 2019 here. And because it, we have had a lot of turmoil and uncertainty uh, over the last month or two. So moving on. Uh, so this next topic is a little bit, I don't know, difficult for me to talk about. Um, just because it, there's a lot of moving parts here and I don't want to step on feed or anything like that. But so basically you guys know who uh smile gold is uh, the channel run by a guy by the name of lewis uh camarasano camarasano whatever it's it's like an italian name and I, usually i just say lewis because I, I don't want to butcher his last name and disrespect him or something um I, I try to avoid spelling it sometimes too because it's difficult to spell but anyways so you know he and i i have him on fairly often i had him on last uh week last friday i think and uh good, good conversation good discussion that was posted on both of our channels and, you know, back then he was talking to me and he's like, hey, you know, uh, I did this uh, interview with with uh, Elijah Johnson over at Silver Doctors and he just never posted it, never really gave me a good reason. Um, well, yesterday, some of you guys might have seen and that was kind of unfortunate. And I was like, what's what's going on? Like, OK. Um, and it, yesterday, if you guys subscribe to him, if you haven't, you should. Um, maybe I'll, I'll post his uh, channel in, in the chat so you can check out what I'm talking about as well. He. Um, he went to share this this interview that that was never posted. He got permission from from Silver Doctors, and and basically, you know, this is just really unfortunate. Let's see here. There's his channel right there. Um, this is just really unfortunate because um, basically, it sounds like, and he kind of talks about this in the description of that interview. If you check this. Um, Oh, sorry, I'm trying to my computer log me out here. All right, you guys hopefully can still hear me. So the reasoning behind this um, decision to not publish it had something to do with him not speaking kindly of Jerome Powell, which he didn't. I mean, he maybe not the kindest. He wasn't, you know, like uh, sucking up to him, but he was, you know, basically saying, you know, we we're not sure exactly what he's doing. His Fed people tend to speak out of both sides of their mouth and whatnot. And, and I, there was nothing unreasonable about it. It was just interesting that he chose not to publish and i don't know exactly what the reason was for it um but but that was the reason that he gave was that it was for that reason and and it's tough because you know um you guys know i'm a big fan of silver doctors and, and of course sd bullion is one of my sponsors and and you know i like uh you know uh, uh paul um 
he he runs a lot of the website and uh, James Anderson he, he has a big role over there I've had him on my channel I've been on his channel as well um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Silver Doctors. I'm also a big fan of of, of Lewis from Smallgold. You know, he he comes off as I wouldn't say a rough exterior, but a very analytical exterior. But but you know, I would count him as one of my friends. He's a genuinely nice guy. I I you know I don't always agree with everything he has to say, and that's fine. I mean, I think that's kind of reality. But he's a genuinely nice guy, and I can't speak highly enough of him um, and and uh, his his character. But but this was kind of unfortunate. Um, you know, and of course, Elijah's had me on to to interview me a couple times before, and and uh, he's uh, um, you know, we've had some good conversations in the past and whatnot. So it's just kind of unfortunate. Um, I don't know what the ultimate. I don't know. I don't want to create a big controversy, make it like bigger than it should have been. Um, this whole whole uh, decide not to publish, and it seems like a small deal, but but it's it's just um, came off as I don't know, maybe disrespectful and. I don't know. I don't want to delve too much further into it than that. But, you know, it did bring up a good point that, that you know, here in the alt media, I think we have a, um, I'd, I'd like to say maybe a, a larger responsibility than those in the mainstream media. We, because we criticize them so much for some of their practices, whether it be censorship, whether it be um, whatever, uh, uh, stuff like that. And, and there, there's a lot to criticize in the mainstream media. And, and I think that means that we need to hold ourselves um, more accountable to 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 uh, a higher standard than than the mainstream media. Even if you know we don't have all the resources, I, mean, I can't go halfway around the world to to ask the uh, you know um, um, Bank of Japan about their their banking practices or or China about their gold imports and whatnot. No, we don't have those resources, but we can still hold on to our integrity and hold on to our you know high standards and whatnot. So you know, I can ask myself, you know. Can I can I honestly you know criticize the mainstream media or can I honestly be like what well like what's the deal here with with this interview with with Lewis without also wondering like am, am I holding myself to a high standard you know and so this is something I not I don't talk about super often on my channel is uh, blocking people now this is something that is not always easy to relate to as a viewer versus a YouTube channel holder uh, because you know the fact of the matter is that you know I I, I receive hundred comments a day. I don't know exactly how much, quite a bit of comments a day on my channel. Um, and you know, oftentimes I'll get like spam. Okay. People, uh, go straight to the spam filter and it's like clearly spam. Somebody pumping a altcoin or whatever comment on, on like a dozen different videos. Okay. They go straight to the block list and that's going to be my policy going forward. But other times in the past, I've, I will get people that I would consider like, uh, trolls. Um, people that comment on every single of one of my videos or a lot of my videos and, and very negative, kind of always saying the same thing. Um, not really watching the videos. I don't think usually, uh, they'll even go above and beyond and, and they'll reply to like every comment in the chat or like 10 comments. And it just overall, I think created a, a really negative environment. They would often go to the block list as well. And then there were other ones as well. People that would repeatedly use very offensive language. And this isn't me trying to be like the PC police, but you know, if you're calling people names in the chat, if you're being overly offensive and stuff, whatnot like that, you, you go to the block list. Um, and there's other ones, you know, there's one, one commenter who said something about how he was uh, going to, I don't remember what it was. He made some comment about how he's going to find out where I lived or something like that. And this wasn't a guy that had shown a lot of hostility or anything like that in the past. Um, he went to the block list. Well, anyways, you know, I had to ask myself, you know, is that, can I, can I do that? Um, 
while also you know criticizing mainstream media or whatever. So what I did yesterday is I went through my block list and removed uh, basically everybody from it, um, with the exception of people that had like a, a explicit um, uh, usernames or or you know little thumbnail pictures or whatever. You know, other than that. Um, yeah, I mean, I removed them from the list and, uh, you know, spam will go back on the list, but otherwise I want to be overall more relaxed on it because I think, you know, integrity is important and it, it seems small, but I think it's a step in the right direction. And, and certainly, um, it, it certainly could go much, much further in the other direction. You know, there was, there was one fairly large, uh, YouTuber out there. Uh, some of you guys may or may not know who I'm talking about, but they, uh, you know, precious metals, crypto, whatnot, that's a big focus of their channel. And, and, and for a while there, they actually chose to, I don't know if they do or not. I don't, I didn't watch, I don't watch a channel much, but, um, they, uh, chose to remove comments from their, like not, not delete comments, which I've also done in the past. Okay. For various reasons. Um, but they've chosen to, uh, like not allow comments at all, just disable comments on their video. And, and they, um, the reason they now this might have been a rumor because again I don't watch the videos much maybe somebody else brought this up but I heard I thought I heard maybe it was something like they thought it was a uh, um, uh, they thought it had to do with uh, uh, paid commenters by like George Soros or something like that something crazy like and maybe that was just a rumor and I could be totally wrong but but uh, yeah it, it was like what. Um, I'd like to see more people disable comments. Well, you know what? Like, I, that, I think that's just some, I, I've just realized maybe that's something I have to live with. Now, spam, again, that's going straight to the block list. I'm fine with that. Um, but other than that, like, you know, you look through larger channels, uh, you know, Peter Schiff, we're talking about him earlier. He's got lots of negative stuff on there. Lots of stuff that people probably comment. People have commented on his channel probably a dozen times, a hundred times maybe. And they've always kind of said the same thing. And yet, you know, he's in block him. So, you know, why should I, you know, why should I try and censor, even if it's, annoying even if it's trolling you know even yeah i agree um uh, uh sam um time to dream mad it's your house and your rules it's my in my humble opinion um you get to do whatever you want on your own channel and i agree that's why i've never felt wrong with it but but you know if i'm if i'm wondering like what uh um you know it, it might can i can i criticize them you know integrity matters like that then then i have no problem you know trying to, to hold myself to a, a higher standard if I'm going to criticize others or, or the financial media for it. So um, let's see here. Uh, telling G just to calm people down and remove. Yeah. I mean, people, YouTube is notoriously bad for, for precious or sorry, not precious, for, for comment sections. Um, and, and surprisingly my channel, and many of the other channels out here aren't all that bad. And, and I don't know, but I also enjoy, you know, a lot of uh, things like this chat right now or, or other, uh, comments and whatnot you guys um you guys provide a ton of value i made some crazy connections through comments you know uh you know i had a guy yesterday uh comments and he's setting up some gold and silver trust now i have no idea if i'm going to go into this or not but it was just you know these interesting ideas and comments and i get all every single day ideas for videos and it's great and 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 it's unfortunate that there's a negative aspect of it as, as well but that's something i wanted to address um Patriot for God says, really appreciate it. I'm grateful that you go by the policy of forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could kind of lump it into that as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I like the username as well. Um, let's see here. Crypto Roger. Uh, let's see here. What does he say? Sitting on 3K ounces of AG. He commented the other day. And he thought I'd said hundreds of thousands of ounces in one of my, that I owned hundreds of, I was saying hundreds or thousands. I was like, no. 
Um, sorry, but uh, uh, and I was I wasn't even referring to myself. I was just referring to other um, people, uh, stackers. But anyways, post AG value, post crash AG value. It's a good question. I don't know. Um, also, you got to ask yourself, you know, what's uh, what's gonna be the post crash value of the S and P, Dow Jones, a dollar, etc. But you know, that's a that's a really broad um, question. Let's see here. Ace one, most of the alternative media has really, really low standards for basic fact and source checking. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the case. Um, sometimes people would consider themselves a source, um, that they have some sort of inside knowledge or, or are just very, you know, again, I'm not going to name names, but there are people out there that are more than happy to to repeat things that, that just are not close to the truth. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, crypto. I know it's fine. It was just funny because I think I had like three different people comment that on that video, like hundreds of thousands of ounces. And I was like, no, I was just talking fast because I get excited or something like that. Um, let's see here. Uh, what else we have in the chat? I certainly have other topics to get here in a second. Um, let's see here. Uh, Lynette saying, I hope you guys tuned into, um, the interview I had earlier this week with, with Peter hug, uh, great guy, uh, great feedback from it as well. Peter's, I, I was impressed with what he had to say. Um, and he had some really interesting things to say about, um, gold and, uh, uh, what people tend to choose as far as what gold to buy. And, you know, everybody likes American stuff. Um, certainly American silver Eagles. And, and those might be the premier, um, coin around the world you know, as far as liquidity when it comes to silver coins. Uh, but he was talking about, you know, the gold eagle, not so much because it's, you know, 22 carats, not, you know, 9999 gold or 39 or 49 gold. And so uh, he was talking about, you know, the advantages of, uh, you know, things like like Canadian maple leaves over that. And of course, you know, James Anderson from from SD, uh, Silver Doctors, he, he, he comments, he's like, great discussion, he's a straight shooter. But, you know, just to be clear, uh, Canadian bullion is a Royal Canadian mint. That's they, they sell directly to Kitco. And and so that's part of it as well. But, but no, I, I, I found that interesting. Um, I think he had some great thoughts on that as well as many other, many other topics. Um, So you got a commenter here who, again, RWS Graha one, what do you think about DB and commerce? Yeah. So he's referring to Deutsche Bank and commerce bank, two major, um, uh, two major uh, German banks. Um, of course, Deutsche Bank has kind of been on the rocks for a long time now, both in their stock price and, and just overall confidence in them. And I think what he might be referring to is a potential merger between these two major German banks. And and yeah, I, you know, I wonder if what's the motive behind this? Like, what? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. You know, I wonder just how bad of a position is Deutsche Bank in that they feel they need to to do this merger quick. You know, maybe to to. Uh, kind of recapitalize them in some way or another, but not not a good sign by any means. Um, but I don't know. I guess well, I, I'm no expert on on either of the banks or German banking. Um, I just know that Deutsche Bank, uh, between uh, poor poor track record, large derivatives exposure, poor financials, a lot of corruption, etc. Um, they're in a rough place and they have been for a long time. And I don't see improvement anytime soon. But but maybe a buyout could could change that somewhat. Let's see here. What else we have? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, telling G by the Buffalo instead. It's three nine silver or gold. Um, yeah, hey, that, the the problem with it is it's not as you know globally recognizable. But yeah, I mean it, it makes more sense to me. But okay, Dusty Rhodes. 
uh, Matt, the Dow must test back the 50 month moving average. That would put us at 21,500, 21,500 if it holds the 50. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. That, that would be a pretty significant drop uh, from where it's even at now. There's been another 3,000. That would be uh, a larger point drop than, than what we've seen, I think, thus far in this in this downturn in the market you know, last couple of months. So that'd be a big deal. But yeah, um, let's see here. Do you follow news from gata.org? Can you cover news from that site? Thanks for the service you do to us. Yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. Tuning in. Sorry about the phone. Uh, Gurpreet Singh. Um, Gata is is a uh, great organization. Um, and I've seen a lot of their work in the past and interviews that they do and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, I could cover them more if you'd like me to. I could certainly try and get um, their, uh, some different members from Gata on on for interviews and whatnot. Let's see here. Uh, hike on the 19th. I think so. I think there will be a hike in the 19th uh, going forward. Not so sure. Um, time to dream. DB is calling you and wants a word. Oh no. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Time to dream. I gravitate more towards four nine. Yeah. I, I think you're a fan of the, you, you're, you're the, uh, you own the famous um, uh, uh, dented uh, maple leaf that I always use in a, my thumbnails and whatnot. Um, I always, you know, Sam, uh, time to dream as well as uh, some other, there's been a, it's like UK noob stack or something like that. Um, and a couple others have uh, sent me images in the past to use as thumbnails. So that's a lot of what you guys see is actually from real stackers. Um, not all of them. Sometimes I just found other ones free source, but, but I think that's a pretty good source. Um, and of course the one that I use often is, is a dented, um, uh, 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 maple leaf and that's um yeah owned by him yeah it's my wallet i've been carrying it tw- uh, twelve thousand miles around the country that's pretty awesome yeah um let's see here Jesse Rhodes. analysts have known since 2017 that this would happen yeah um some analysts i'm sure maybe all i don't know but uh italian g there's only air under the dow 17k yeah it's it, it's just really a matter of as as a uh, where was um yeah, as, as Dustin Rhodes is saying, if it can't hold the 50-day moving average or um, – okay, maybe maybe he's wrong in terms of 17K. Or I'm not going to get into technicals or charts or anything like that. But just speaking kind of broadly, you know, if the Dow can't get a good rally going here, not said if it does, it's, it's back into a bull market. But uh, uh, if it doesn't get a good rally going here, it's, it's I think, only a matter of time before, you know, the next stock market crash certainly could be upon us. Uh, the official bull market or bear market. Does China government have more gold than they published? Yeah, RDS Garaha one kind of great questions here. Does China government have more gold than the published PBOC figure? Absolutely. You know what is their their quoted amount? Um, I'll find it here real quick. Uh, Eighteen hundred tons or something like that. PBOC gold reserves. Let's see here. Look at trading economics. Yeah. 1,842.6 tons, metric tons, I'm assuming. Tons with a two N's and an ES at the end. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, you know, if you, uh, uh, Smalgold, the one I was referring to either earlier, he's done a lot of work in this as well as, um, gosh, there's another one out there. I forget. I'll tell you if his name comes to my mind, but but there's somebody else that, that maybe Alistair McLeod, maybe somebody else. But anyways, they, uh, McLeod, whatever he says, last name. Um, I, I want to say the real number 
that people have put out at, in terms of um, PBOC as well as other large, mostly like government wealth funds and 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 certainly wealthy owners that could quickly have their gold confiscated and corporations stuff like that. And I think the total amount that they put it out was around like twenty thousand tons, you know, quite a bit more, and and continues to grow because China they import a ton of gold. They, they domestically mine a lot of gold and, and they mostly keep it within their borders, you know, other than stuff that they export through like gold pandas or, or um, use in their industry. Otherwise it mostly stays within their borders. And so, yeah, 20,000 tons. I think that's what I've heard is a quoted amount. Um, silver Baggins, thanks for stopping in. Yeah, I see he's stacking silver. Um, great to see you come by again. Silver Baggins is a great guy and check out his channel if you haven't. Uh, let's see here. Stagflation 2021, more for on stocks. Let's see here. What else we got? La Plata Peak. Uh, check him out as well. Formerly known as Roaring Fork 78. Change his channel. He creates his own content now. Um, so definitely check him out. Uh, let's see here. Um, and he's a great guy. He's a Patreon of mine. I've uh, actually had a meeting in person a while back. Um, only time I've ever met, you know, one of one of my just random subscribers. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be in town, Duluth. You wanna meet up?" Right. Uh, he, I've also had him in on for a chat um, a long time ago as well, uh, April or May or something like that. Let's see here. Um, what about Biz? I'm assuming you're saying Bix saying there's billions of tons in the Grand Canyon. I don't know. I've I've again. I don't watch. <laughs> Again, so I was maybe talking about him earlier, but I don't watch his channel much at all. Um, I just don't. Uh, not my cup of tea um, or sip of coffee or whatever he says, uh, horn of Z's, your sip of coffee. No, I, I don't know. He's just not my cup of tea. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to talk too badly of him, but but I maybe don't have the highest opinion of him and his work, but... As as RDF Scraha one says, Rotoruda is out there now. Uh, it's not even just being out there; it's just constantly going back before between cryptos and silver and gold, and 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 it's more imminent and and alarmist than. Let's look at the fundamentals and, yeah. But anyways, um, let's see here. What else is on my list to talk about? Uh, so I talked about that podcast uh, for those of you that weren't around before. I'm on most major podcast platforms, iTunes, Androids, Pocket Casts, uh, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. So check me out on those. I have a, the, the other nice thing about them is, is they allow me to monetize through ads that I record directly because I use Anchor, which is basically what it does. If you guys are ever thinking about starting a podcast, I'd encourage you to do so and use Anchor. It's awesome. So what it does is like you post a, a, a recording um, of a podcast, basically, and it distributes it for you, which is pretty cool. We, meaning that you don't have to sign up on all the different platforms out there because there are tons, okay? Instead, it signs up for you at all these platforms and distributes it for you. So all I have to do is go to Anchor, upload this audio recording of, of whatever video I'm doing, and voila, it's, it's set. It's it's publishes all these different major platforms. Probably doesn't get everyone out there, but it gets a lot of them. And it's super easy. And now they offer advertising where, where you can. Um, so for instance, so the ad that most of my viewers listen to is like for the infatuation, which truth be told is an app that I haven't tried yet, but it's an app that helps you decide where to eat. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, 
maybe maybe kind of annoying because it's it's longer, but it's also maybe less. I think you can skip through it on most platforms, but it's also maybe less annoying because uh, it's some, you know me rec- recording it, speaking, not just some random uh, you know ad that pops up in your feed. So uh, let's see here. Got to give the kids breakfast. Have a great day, all, and take care, Matt. Thanks, uh, Silver Baggins. Silver Baggins is a dad. He's got multiple kids, and and that's pretty cool. He's a young guy, and he's uh, working hard in life, and and uh, that's good to see. Let's see here. Um, what else we got up here? Um, oh, sorry, you talked about podcasts. Uh, guests. Over my overall, okay. I, overall, my channel um, has been doing well, and I want to thank you guys for that. I've had a lot of growth and December tends to be one of the better months for my channel. For whatever reason, I get lots of views and stuff and I don't know, subscribers. It's just been the case the last couple of years. It's done well during this time of year. And so, you know, I I thank you guys for that. You know, I don't talk about things like ad revenue a ton, but you know, with the amount of time that I put in my channel, uh, that type of stuff is important to me and, and advertisers pay more during the month of December. So I appreciate all that. And I don't want to get too much into like financials on this, but you know, this is something I do almost every single day of the week, several hours, and and I appreciate being compensated, even if I'm not always a huge fan of YouTube. Uh, but uh, um, December tends to be one of the better months, and so um, I have nothing to to say but thank you for for you know all the the help that you guys give me in terms of uh, 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 just viewing or, or tune into this type of stuff. And you know, I always say at the end of my my videos, you know, if you want to support my channel, the number one thing you can do you've already done that's watch this video but you know above that you can you know go above and beyond you can do this that and that but regard you know regardless of just that it's it's just have you guys nice to have you guys here in the first place so um other than that let's see guests um so so i've been having some great guests on so last week i had uh uh lewis from smoggle lewis camarsano camarsano whatever um he's a great guest uh this week i had peter hug on um let's see here next week uh i'd like to have somebody on i'm i'm trying to i was trying to set something up with john rubino and so maybe i have to email him today still it's a good reminder for me um other than that who have i had on i forget steve san angelo a while back great guest as well um you know going forward uh ed from freedom force usa he's back on his channel um kind of moved away from the crypto stuff, uh, which, which is unfortunate. Somebody kind of called him out for it and said, Hey, you know, you're pumping in all these ICOs or pumping whatever. And now you're switching back to this. And, and uh, you know, he his own decision. He's an adult. He can do what he wants. Um, but, but he was, he wasn't so much like, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, prices are down and people criticize. No, it's more so like he was bringing a balanced viewpoint to cryptos. He was looking at the long term and, and, and fundamentals and like, Hey, look at how, great this can be as well as how great an investment he could be he'd always say things like don't invest more than you're willing to lose because of the volatility of cryptos um and i think people just didn't listen to it i think a lot of people in the crypto space were looking for um uh uh, a big move up uh, another bull market a lot of speculative uh gains and and maybe ed was in it for that a bit too but also you gotta understand like the benefit that cryptos could potentially have to society and also the damage they could do that the, the potential they could be used for evil yeah ace one um john Rubino is great uh he's gonna be the happiest looking doer out there he does and you know it's crazy i don't listen to john a ton um i've heard him in the past certainly he's got a big name in the community and yet you know i i started listening to him a bit or you know gradually 
uh, you know, listen to him over time. And um, wow, it's like he watches my stuff and just like we we we're on the same page on so many stuff, so much, so many topics and whatnot. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, I, I, it's just funny because he's not a guy that's influenced me a ton on my channel. Um, cause again, I don't listen to him a ton. I don't watch his stuff a ton. Um, and yet we're like, we, we agree on a ton of things based on, on what he said. Um, you know, I've talked about how in the past, uh, there's one guy that was criticizing me for, for parodying everything Peter Schiff would say. And, and that was kind of humorous too, because Peter, on the other hand, has influenced me a ton. I, cause I, I did watch him. Ton. He's one of the major channels that got me into precious metals in the first place, you know? It went from politics and Ron Paul and libertarianism to Peter Schiff, and then kind of off from there. Um, and 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 yet, you know, when when he was kind of criticizing me this for this, what, what was it? One time he like said I was copying like Peter Schiff's video, and I was like, sorry, actually, same topic and very similar topic matter, subject matter. But I'm pretty sure I shared mine before him. Maybe not, but it was not. There was no copying there or whatever. What do you disagree with? Where do you disagree with John Rubino with Peter Schiff? Um, you know, I don't know enough about all of John Rubino's, so I couldn't say anything at this point. I'm sure there's something, right? Because people always disagree on something. Peter Schiff, um, you know, he, not a ton. Um, he, uh, Pete, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, there's some things like manipulation of the markets. He doesn't delve much into that. Um, oh gosh, you know, there's not... It, but but that's not a huge criticism. Like I get it. He's more not mainstream, but but he's got a legitimate like job. He he helps run Euro Pacific Capital, his own fund. He's he he kind of needs to to not delve too much into that. I don't know. But I don't know. There's not a ton. There, there's probably stuff if I listen to a ton of enough of this stuff. You know, some of his politics. You know, he advocates for things like let's raise the voting age to like a much, much higher level. Let's, let's, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and uh, there's some other stuff too. And, and that's kind of, I'm not a fan of that. Um, he talks about some other stuff too, but as a whole, he's, he's pretty solid. Um, and, and I'd like to, you know, learn more about what him and, and his father, his, he always talks about his father. Uh, I, I forget his name off the top of my head. Maybe somebody can, can put it in the chat, but, but uh, I like Peter Schiff, but let's face it. He's a gold salesman. I mean, yeah, to some extent, um, but uh, yeah, as RWS Graha one says, I'll just call it RWS. Yeah, he's a good intro to PMs. He is, especially from a perspective uh, of somebody that otherwise is interested in the markets. Like if you're not, if if you don't have a ton of aptitude or just not really interested in markets or the economy or whatever, then there's there's better maybe people out there. But but for, if you are coming from that perspective, or if you want to learn more about it, that's kind of the perspective I came from when I came to Peter Schiff, Erwin Schiff. Thank you, Chad. Um, he's great. I think. Um, I think he's great. Let's see here. Peter Schiff's great. He's honest about his libertarianism. Doesn't like democracy because it interferes with his liberty. Yeah, it's. I, I get his argument. It's just you know, I don't know. On principle, some of the things he talks about is just kind of like ah, I don't. Peter, where are you going with that? Um, <laughs> Pete and repeat were on a boat. One fell off. Who's still on the boat? Repeat. Yeah. What is that off of? That's um. That was on a movie. That was on a, what, Pursuit of Happiness or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's see. What else do we have in topics? Uh, so channel's been doing great. Guests are doing great. Love to have more people on in the future. 
Um, so there's Ed, there's John Rubino. There's another one that I'm forgetting, but then I've plenty of just kind of connections I've made for recurring guests, you know, Ted Butler, um, Steve San Angelo. Uh, let's see who else. Um, there's some other ones out there. Um, but anyways, uh, finally, Oh, Steve San Angelo. Yeah. That's the other one I want to talk about is, um, I'd still like to, he, uh, what was it? Let's see. Uh, so he was talking about um, for a long time there, uh, his CDX, it wasn't his, but CDX, it was like a commodities um, ad network, commodity ad network or something like that. Had to do with, uh, it was like a new ICO. Um, any updates on the super chat? The plot of peak says, not that I know of, I don't know what you're referring to, but uh Maybe you can elaborate. But anyways, he was talking about the CDX and I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I don't know, I'm not so sure about the crypto thing, but it's, it's dropped in price. And he's got a lot of criticism about that. And that's something I didn't delve into with my topic with him because I wasn't, partly just slipped my mind. Partly I just wasn't aware of the whole history, but that'd be something to kind of delve into in the future. Because I know it wasn't all just, it wasn't, I don't think it was a scam, a fraud. I can't say that for sure, but it kind of came off as more like a, there's just ended up not being a market for it. And, and that happened to coincide with the whole um, commodities or the, the whole um, crypto market kind of dropping. So let's see here. Um, David Morgan. Yeah. He'd be a, he'd be a good one to have on. Um, let's see here. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about, I only have a couple minutes left here, but this one's a big one is Saudi Arabia and Mohammed bin Salman. You know, I, it's not too often where I can say like, I really approve wholeheartedly of something Congress, U S Congress does, but uh, um. But uh, they recently called out um, Mohammed bin Salman. Basically, said that he was large, and they they uh, passed a resolution saying that he was a you know responsible for the Khashoggi killings, which is like huge. That's that's huge in my book. Uh, maybe some of it was partisan politics. Maybe some of it was just like uh, there's a big public outcry about this, and and there there was also you know they're moving towards potentially forcing the U.S. to to halt our involvement in the Yemeni war. Now this is official involvement now we're probably continuing to sell stuff to uh, saudi arabia for the time being but but I, I, it's great that the public are, are kind of opening their eyes are being opened to to these just egregious um crimes against crimes against humanity uh so it's that's a huge deal and i, I saw that as, as just really encouraging um i don't know if it's going to go anywhere because i don't know my confidence in congress can kind of be low sometimes but uh i think it's something that people continue to have to, we have to continue to kind of sound the, the alarm on is, is things like Saudi Arabia and, and just, you know, a lot of corruption and whatnot. Ace wants San Angelo is all about EROI. I like that. Most economists ignore reality outside their models. Yeah. He, he, he has some concepts that are just great that, that I don't always fully understand. Or if I do, it's just like, wow, I never even considered the importance of things like oil production um, to, to the stimulus in the economy following the financial crisis, right? Things like shale oil and, and the growth of that. Um, yeah, uh, the plot of plea can, unless you had any other things about super chat, I wasn't sure, um, what you're referring to there. Let's see here. Time to dream. Peter is a hardcore capitalist, reduces people in the numbers. That said, he is right about stuff. He is right about a lot. Peter Schiff was right. And I think he continues to be right. You know, watch my, uh, watch my video tomorrow talking about, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, things not to underestimate in 2019 talking about how, Austrian economists are right. They just suck at timing. 
Um, whereas a lot of mainstream, you know, Keynesianists or whatever are wrong. It just takes a long time for them and everyone else to kind of realize it. And that's kind of where we're kind of coming up in that transition point where, where those things are going to kind of bear out to be true. Uh, let's see here. Graha, RDBS Graha one really enjoy your podcast when I can catch them. Usually at work when they go live, did you catch YouTube rewind? Uh, yeah, YouTube, you rewind and it was, I thought it was kind of dumb. Oh, the plot of league. Yeah. Super. Oh, the super chat. So I was confused. I was confused because super chat is like where you, where you donate through this chat. Um, the live stream event though. No, that's see, I have, I've been, Oh my gosh. So falling behind on, on Patreon and I should just post something there. Cause I haven't posted something on my Patreon for, for many weeks. Um, but yes, uh, yes, I want to do that. And it'll probably be following Christmas. So between Christmas and the new year, early in the new year, but basically people that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about having all my Patreons on or those that can make it for a super chat. A lot a ton of people um, getting together for a, uh, a live stream like this, but, but all these other great minds. And, and then the great thing about that is they can talk and they can, I can just sit back and, and, and maybe just kind of drive the conversation one direction or another, but otherwise just let them do the talking. And I think that'd be great. Um, and I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Maybe it could be a regular thing here on my channel or something other channels can replicate. Um, otherwise, let's see here. Um, AppMax manipulates the in-stock number to make it appear coins are selling faster than they are. It's unethical business practice at a minimum. Interesting. Well, I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, oh my gosh, I got to get going soon here. But one thing I wanted to share with you guys is a bit of a, a plug for, for SD Bullion. They... Um, they are doing their, uh, I'll leave a, I'll leave a link to it, but actually there's a link in the description to this, but they are doing their, um, they, sh- they, they switch their, uh, I sound so disorganized in these live streams. Cause I'm just like so scatterbrained. I somebody comment that one time, but anyways, uh, they, 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 um, they're shifting to a free shipping over $99 model, much like JM and MapMix and Provident metals. Um, and there's a link below in the description to, uh, a, a, a one ounce uh, round at spot, which is not a huge deal. It's not 10 ounces like JM or, or other dealers. But, you know, you got to understand that when JM sells their starter pack, the 10 ounce rounds or 10 ounces uh, at spot, they're losing money on that, generally speaking. And, and SD Bullion would prefer not to lose much money because uh, they, uh, they like to um, keep premiums low. So, you know, if you haven't shot from them before and, It'd be a great way to help me out. It's 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 a you know they they get me a bit of a kickback. They they sponsor me, and so you know, and, and also I talk about how SD Boy you know is is one of those dealers that is you know owned by and, and kind of run by staggers people that believe in what they're selling. You know, for the most part, I don't know if everybody at SD sells, but but you have their connection to Silver Doctors and whatnot, and so um, yeah, so that's a ninety nine dollar free shipping orders will get me more to buy from them, Rod. Uh, Rod M. Brumley, Senior Simplify. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all your comments. And, and you seem like a pretty solid guy. And, and I see you commenting a lot. And I want to say I appreciate it. Appreciate all you guys commenting, but but especially Rod M. Brumley, um, Senior Simplify. Uh, we start seeing financial crisis early in 2019. What happens with taxes? I don't know. I don't know. I, I tend to think that the government's going to be willing to take on a lot of debt, whether that's through spending, tax cuts, etc. Oh, oh, maybe tax revenues. Yeah, well then, yes, you'll see tax revenues drop. But but if you do see uh, tax cuts, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, spending increases. 
to to try and stimulate the economy, fiscal stimulus. Um, SD, uh, same auto check payment. Email them. Maybe they'll honestly email them and, and see if they can do it. Um, switch out auto check payment feature. I'm not sure exactly what that's referring to, but but yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna probably wrap this up. I got stuff going on today. I got class on my last ones of the semester. I'll remind you guys, I'm a grad student, so pretty busy guy, and that's a lot of times why I take care of this business in the morning, and I just happen to have later start on most Fridays. So. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys for your support, as always, every single one of you. Um, all all uh, 47 of you guys or something like that right now. Let's see. What was our peak today? 74. Not bad for a Friday morning. Um, and it was up there for quite a while. Like, wow, pretty soon at 71. And, and it didn't peak until like, oh, like 20, 15 minutes later or something like that. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, if As always, if you have ideas for videos, future streams, etc. Comment them on a video. I'm not going to see them in the chat right now. Comment them on a video. And uh, and, uh, and hopefully if it's a great idea, I'll probably uh, make a video on it. If not, I hope your feelings aren't hurt. Or if I just forget about it. I know Sam in the chat, he sent me a video idea a long time ago and I still have to get around to it. Probably in the next couple of weeks. But, but anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you for your support uh, and God bless.